Hey everyone, and welcome back to BPX Breakroom. Broadcast live each Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. A show that breaks down all the opportunities and explanations in the Block Packs ecosystem. I'm Discord user Jen Khan, not just host of BPX Breakroom, but also one of the largest whales in the BPX ecosystem. And now, without further delay, let's hear from this week's guest co-host. Mad Queen. Good afternoon. How are we all doing? We're doing fabulous. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I had my coffee a long time ago, compared to probably most people in the audience. (laughs) Are you on something? I know we went through Twitter and everything like that, where you... Um, don't drink, but perhaps maybe something a little stronger or something else with caffeine in it for this yeah. time of day. Oh, well, I'm, I'm a Pepsi Max Maxi, so that definitely I'm getting a fill of caffeine all day long. Um, it's there we my, go. It's my water. So I only have one cup of coffee in the morning and then the rest of the day it's Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, for those that don't know, um, this is BPX Breakroom. I am Jen Khan. And we have my special co-host today, the Mad Queen. This is take two on this. I was so excited to have you on the show a while ago. Um, and I had a pet emergency. So we had B Jamps fill in as the host that day. Um, so big shout out to him. Um, but so glad we were able to get you back on the schedule um, and just chat. So normally uh, I ask an icebreaker to begin. So yours today is if you could bring one kind of fruit or vegetable to life to be your new pet, (laughs) what would you choose and why? (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's a really good question. And it's a difficult one for me because you're exposing all of my terrible life habits I don't really eat vegetables or fruits, so I don't drink water and I don't eat fruit and veg. But if I was going to choose one, probably a pomegranate, just because you've got lots of fruit inside of one big fruit. That is interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I confess, I'm a terrible eater, fussy. And and now it's even worse because I'm 18 months without my taste from COVID. So food is just meh for me at the moment. Oh, no. Hopefully, hopefully something will get jogged while we're away, maybe. Different environment, different air. Oh, well, I will be be rooting for that (laughs) because that's the way food is. Food is life. It really is. Yes. Okay, so um, let's get into the meat of it here. So um, for those of you that don't know, the Mad Queen um, runs the project called um, Moon Lab Apes, which is fantastic. Um, and Block Packs has done a, a couple of um, giveaways and merges, and they, you guys have been included in our um, wonder pairing um, for projects that we paired with. Um, so for those who are just joining and don't know anything about you guys, do you want to give a brief little summary of yeah. of Moon Ape and where you guys are? I'd love to. So our relationship with BPX actually started way back with Lost Miners. So uh, we were very fortunate to be offered the opportunity to get involved with the Lost Miners. And uh, I think we've all just stuck around since then because we just love everything that you guys are building around your ecosystem. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, Moon Ape Lab actually didn't start with me. It started with a different team back in January 2022. And um, following their first season of gameplay and uh, a number of NFTs being launched, um, the team changed. And so about eight of us from the community became part of the the uh, core team. And um, we heavily reviewed the whole project. Uh, we looked at what was working, what wasn't working. Um, and then from there, we kind of had to develop a, a roadmap 2.0, if you like. So um, in April 2022, this team pivoted the project from a play-to-earn in-game um, kind of collect 
NFTs from staking, etc., to a metaverse-focused game. So we purchased, we invested quite a large amount of our remaining budget into other side lands and into the production of 3D avatars. And we're kind of coming to the um, finishing point of the design and creation of our avatar traits. So those are all complete and we now have all of the Blender files for that. And the next stage really, um, alongside our Mad Exchange, which I'll come back to, the next stage for us is, um, hmm, right, how do I put this without leaking too much information? So when we originally des designed the um, 3D avatars, the plan was that the 2D Genesis would be your 2D NFT. And then when you connect to the other side, the contract within the game on the other side would pull the metadata from your 2D and create your avatar from the Blender files. Um, and I've been thinking recently about <clears throat> if I was looking at Moon Ape Lab and I wanted to know why would I want either a Genesis to collect any of these other NFTs to convert them into MAD token for then to have wearables, um, I could probably answer all of those questions, but my answers would only give you something um, that you could use it for quite a long way away. And so what we're, we're doing at the moment is we're looking at options of giving people ownership of their avatars and something to do with them way, way, way before then. So I probably can't elaborate any further than that at this stage but what I can say is the next communication that comes from me whether that be before my holiday or afterwards will be a communication which clearly outlines either the decision that we've made or the options that we want to present to the community because there is something in there that might feel controversial but when you when you hear all of the information and the reasoning it makes a lot of sense and it's something that I don't think anybody else has done yet. So that all sounds really mysterious. Yeah, very <laughs> mysterious and exciting. Yeah, it is super <laughs> exciting because this is something that um, we didn't think that we could do. And um, yeah, I found a way for us to maybe be able to do it. But we've got a team meeting tonight. We're going to thrash it all out and then we'll have, you know, some um, cohesion and understanding of of all the scenarios that I could play out, which one we think is going to work the best for the project. Because um, I don't want to take away from any of our OG holders. They are super important to us, but understandably, based on the timeline that we're working with, and you know, we're not a pump and dump project. We've got a long-term vision. There's an enormous amount of work that's going into delivering that vision and, and making sure that we're fully prepared and going to be first you know, first to the game when the time comes. Um, there is a, there has been a disconnect. And, I, you know, it's not just us. I've seen it across discords, right across the board. Um, we are in a quiet period, but what we don't want to do is lose people completely. And so we want to fill this gap in between. And that really does need to come from bringing new people into our ecosystem, um, spreading the word about what we're building because we're doing a huge amount. Um, we're doing stuff that only a few others, I believe, are doing. Um, and I don't feel that there's that hook yet for why should I do it now? And that's what we want to create because by getting involved now, we, we're not a simple project and we're not um, slow moving. So if you want to get involved and come on the journey because it is always so active and there's always lots going on and we constantly hear, oh, I've been away and I've missed so much. That's probably the most common phrase you get in our Discord. You know, this is going to give people a reason to be here, to keep up to speed with what's going on and to get access to it. Because, um, you know, the last 12 months, we've, we've showed up every single day. We've worked every single day, long days. You know, these these people that we work that work together are incredible. But we have showed up every single day, and everything that we've done in the last twelve months has been one hundred percent focused on with consideration of our existing holders. 
And I'm not saying we're not going to consider those holders, but we need to focus on the business and we need to focus on what's important for tomorrow's business. So while our OGs will always be our most valuable holders, we we can't only ever focus on them. And so this is, you know, like the next step forward in levelling our business, um, getting, getting ourselves exposed and hopefully bringing everybody back who's taken a bit of a time out and that's fine. Let's get them back in and, and get them excited about Munich again. Wow, I have to say, listening to you, um, I would think Frenchie had a game, uh, a voice changer. Um, you guys, uh, and I do have to say, I I think I found you guys through some of the connections between Block Packs um, and kind of jumped in and, and love everything you're doing. And I, I wholeheartedly believe it's because the two projects have so many similarities mm-hmm. um, in the way the projects are being developed, um, just the different projects, you know, the both project teams are fantastic and very dedicated and want this all to work. Um, and just the the future outlook and path that both the projects are trying to take um, and to, to get the word out and to grow, grow the base and the project and, um, and reward people is just is just amazing. So, Absolutely. And um, if I could add to that, Jen, if you don't mind, yeah. um, from my experience of this, of, you know, the team that I work with and the team over at BPX, the other two things I would add there as a minimum would be honesty and authenticity. I can wholeheartedly say that I trust implicitly that the people who have committed and dedicated themselves to this project are doing it from a sincere honest, passionate, like they are 100% here for the good of everybody. We've got no bad actors, no um, doubts or concerns about anybody. And that's just a really nice, healthy place to be. And so for me, it's that confidence or, um, confidence in where where I'm putting my money. And, and I don't even skip a beat to put money into either Moon Apes or, or BPX. That's awesome. I agree. Yeah, we have a phrase we use here a lot, I-F-W-T. Uh, in Frenchie, we So that's amazing. Um, so for, with, if we, um, sorry, I just want to tell everyone that um, this show, we ask for questions from the audience. So if anyone wants to come up on stage, um, raise your hand, ask a question. Um, you know, please feel free to to do so. Otherwise, we'll we'll keep chatting. Well, here. there might actually be rewards um, for doing so today because, <laughs> um, rather than just do a giveaway for people showing up, because we all know that we do, you know, PFP drops and all that kind of thing. I I love questions because it means we're going to touch on things that are of interest to the audience. So anybody who comes and asks a question today will be entered into a draw for one of our decus, which will be our next collection for the other side. Oh, wow. There we go. So you you could have good odds here. There could be really good odds on that. As if it wasn't enough to get up on stage and speak to Queen. (laughs) You now have another bonus add to that. So while people are finding some um, courage there, because we don't bite. Yeah. Maybe I can just go back to the Mad Exchange because that's the the current active um, event that's going on within the project. Um, yeah, please. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, the Mad Exchange is currently live. Um, the the whole premise of the Mad Exchange is twofold. One is, um, as I mentioned right at the beginning, there were a lot of NFTs created. Um, in the original phase of the project, and we really felt that that needed to be streamlined. Um, so pets and loots, which were a couple of uh, secondary NFTs that were earned through staking um, or through staking rewards, those now will have no future utility or purpose. However, they've got one last event where they can um, be burnt in our MAD exchange for MAD tokens. And MAD tokens are our should we call them our metaverse token. So um, that is directly related to acquiring 3D wearables for your avatars 
for gameplay in the other side. So there's this, this final last um, end of the road for pets and loots, and they can, can be converted into one 3D avatar wearable by collecting the right amount. And then the second phase of the Mad Exchange, which will open the 14th or 15th of May, um, that will be for selling of mutants. So we have a huge collection of mutant moon apes, uh, 15,000 of them there were. And we want to, we don't want to reduce that collection. We want to remove them out of circulation temporarily until our ecosystem grows. And so again, we're offering the opportunity where people can come and exchange their mutants for mad tokens to put towards their kitty for these moon capsules. So really trying to use what we've got within the ecosystem to facilitate the new plan and the new map and kind of remove everything that was old and redundant. And then at the end of that period, then we will allow any um, capsules that are not claimed to be minted by the public. So we're, we're creating these entry points for people where they don't have to have been a part of the previous journey and collected all of the previous rewards. They can kind of shortcut in, um, but there is also the option to weigh it out and see whether it might be um, more cost effective to acquire some NFTs to burn. So, you know, there's some maths and we're, we're happy to help people out with that, figuring out which is the best and cheapest route for them to, to get the assets that they need for the future. Perfect. Yeah, I would say if anyone here is um, thinking about getting now, um, this is the, the absolute perfect time and jump in their discord. Um, great group of people in there. Very, very helpful. Um, you know, they'll help, they'll help you figure it all out. So I do see we have a couple of people jumped, um, jumped up on stage, not surprised by any of them. <laughs> um, so then, Ben, do you have a question for a queen? I sure do. Thanks for having me, ladies. Um, <clears throat> when you were like, I know that Frenchie talks about um, like his play in the metaverse. That you know, we have it set up right for bantams, but we really need to wait on the other side, or you get to tell us, you know, how the resources are all going to work. Uh, I'm not a big, you know, I don't, I don't know too much about the metaverse. Let me preface it by saying that, but are you kind of in a similar holding pattern in terms of like you need more information from Yuga to know, um, I guess, some of your next steps or is it not like that at all for you guys? Yeah, so there's, there's actually a mix. That's a great question. Thanks, Ben. Hi. Um, yeah, there's a bit of a mix for our project because we're already in the process of um, creating the avatars in, and in fact, they're the traits are all complete, so now it's just the formation of, of turning them into um, actual characters. Um, we're kind of, we're in a position where we will have the tools to enter the metaverse, but what we're going to do with them once we're there is the unknown. So we, we, could, have a, we, we could have a list of a hundred ideas of what we would like to offer in our little um, section of the other side, how that works, how it's costed, how many people you need to execute it, um, what skill sets you need, the the kind of um, the engagement that you're going to get in all of those sectors, how they work with each other. Those are the elements that we can't pin down and decide, okay, that makes sense for us or, yeah, we really want to do that, but we can't because of this and we've got to solve that problem. That's where we're at. So we've got a broad idea of what we would like to execute. Um, the second part of that is that for us, based on, you know, the, the path that we traveled down with, you know, the first team and, and being left with a, a small amount of working capital, um, we do have a, a, an in-between point there with the decus where if we're going to create something grand, um, we can't continue to build something grand out of nothing and we will need to have a successful mint in order to, you know, continue on with the project and develop it to a standard that's not just, you know, everybody doing their bit because they have a skill. We want, you know, we want to run it like a business and, and to run a business, you have to have working capital. So we, we kind of got two things going on side by side there. And, and, and it is a constant juggling act, but we're doing pretty good. And uh, we all believe in it so much that it doesn't matter what it is, we'll find a way. So me hearing these stories about 
projects that can't survive without royalties or this, that and the other. That's where we're blessed because in the absence of people agreeing to work on deferred salaries, we would be one of those projects. You know, the doors would be shut and and we wouldn't be having the spaces. So, you know, we are really, really fortunate in terms of the commitment and what the people who are working are giving. And uh, I, I don't ever not appreciate that. Thank you, Queen. You're welcome. Thanks for the question. Thanks, Ben. Daphne, are you going to take note uh, of these people for me, please? That's it. I'm the only one. We can own the spaces now. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> Matter of fact, we're, we're like going to omit his name. True Blow, you have a question for the Queen? Well, she answered the first one about mutants. <laughs> Um, okay. My other question would be, is there a way to know if you know, the Genesis Moon Apes on the market were included in the snapshot? That's a and if they're transferred now, would that go with them? That's a great question. So um, we are finalizing the snapshot uh, list. Um, currently... The wallets are being snapped. Uh, the wallets, it's the wallet that gets whitelisted. So if you um, if you had a Genesis in your wallet now and you had three mutants and you were on the snapshot and you decided you wanted to, the whole reason we did the snapshot now was so that people could spend their mutants if they wanted to for MAD tokens. Um, because there are a limited amount of mutants, there are a limited number of active people and Obviously, if we've only got 15,000 mutants and 8,000 Genesis, the mass turns out to 24,000 mutants. So we needed to be able to recycle them. So what that snapshot was, was a VIP first access, which you don't even know yet, comes back to that sneak, that I, the leak that I was trying not to leak. You don't even know yet how much value being on that snapshot actually was. And it's more than it was intended to be. So um, if you're on the snapshot, your wallet has been whitelisted for however many avatars you had um, the, the ratio for. So if you had three Genesis and nine mutants, your wallet is whitelisted for three VIP access avatars. Please note what we have cooking up, you will still need your 2Ds to access 3Ds. So whatever extra we're creating, don't think that your 2Ds are no longer useless because one will be pointless without the other. You won't be able to get your 3Ds if you sell your 2Ds. That's all I can say right now. Don't sell them. Okay. And thank you for the question, True Blue. Very important information thank there. Thank you. Um, Let's see, I just wanted to note if there's anyone here that's having problems on Twitter, requesting speaking and raising your hand and it's not working, um, just you can put your question in the chat for the spaces and we'll pick it up that way. We don't want to miss anyone. So I'm writing my list here. Um, I think the next one that came up was Wisco. Do you have a question for the queen? Yeah, thanks. Uh, true, true, but he, he kind of answered or he asked the question about that's what I was curious to with uh, with the Genesis ape if we could we could swap out. I mean, it seems like every day I see a new trade on there that I haven't seen. Um, so you answered that question, so I could ask a, a different one. Talking about the the Deku mints, uh, I know to, to get on that list, you could go to the mystery box and you can get the discounts um through that so maybe you can speak a little bit about the mystery box and then i believe uh b jams talked about uh is there a treasure box too that you could you could you could buy that uh actually seems like maybe a better deal if you're trying to get a document so just maybe speak about that a little yeah, bit sure great question thank you i love this audience um right so let's do the treasury first um way back in the beginning uh probably the start of the the uh, what went wrong um, 12 months ago was the 
project created a liquidity pool. And the way that you were able to access that liquidity pool was through a treasury NFT. And they weren't cheap. So ETH was at its all-time high. Um, the treasuries, I, I'm pretty sure, minted at 0.3 ETH. Um, and that gave you access to these the Malvi One tokens. And then they created a liquidity pool and, and it didn't work. So it, it got emptied very, very quickly. Um, and these, obviously, then the old team left and, and we kind of came in and we, we wanted to create... What we didn't want to do was for everybody to just take losses on everything that had gone before. Even though it wasn't our responsibility, we wanted to damage control as much as possible. So in that first month that the new team came together, we we created all of these alternatives for unfulfilled promises or even promises that haven't hadn't even materialized, you know, roadmap 1.0. So what we came up with was that if there are 772 treasuries, we said that everybody that holds a treasury um, NFT that invested previously will get a free mint of the Deku. So that's the first. If you buy a second, if you buy a treasury on secondary, you will get a free mint Deku by default. You'll go and burn your treasury when we mint there'd be a separate uh, minting window for those people. So at the moment, I haven't looked in the last day or so what the floor is on those, but they are super good discounted decuments. Um, and then what I was saying about finding these alternatives to previous prom promises, um, the old team had created this thing called the Moon Royale, which on it, um, you could spend your staking rewards and you would go on this spinning wheel and you could, I, I, I think they put on there that there were BAYCs and all these big blue chip um, rewards. And, and obviously with what we'd been left to work with, there was no way that that promise, we didn't even think it was ever going to be fulfilled, but there was no way that we could um, fulfill that promise on their behalf. And so we created the mailbox. And what the mailbox is, is a, um, a fixed price. We set it at $100 at the time of mint. Um, that's probably a little bit more than what it is right now. And I'm happy to review that, actually. But anyway, the, the, the idea was that the cost of the box was $100. There are only 750 of them. And whatever you minted would be worth $100 or more. So there was no lose. Even though it's a raffle box, there was no lose. And amongst those prizes were um, 68 Genesis Apes, um, X amount, I don't know the number, I'm sorry, I think 688 discounted whitelists for our decuments, and they would be valued at a $100 discount. So you were getting at least your money back discount off the mint. But most importantly, those were going to be the only or are the only whitelists for the Deku Mint. Um, and then on top of that, we later decided, well, if people were trying, uh, and there were also two one of ones, one is still out there. And um, the idea was that um, we reviewed the whole whitelist discount thing. And what we didn't want was people who are trying to mint for a one of one or a Genesis to have like six discounted whitelists, which then forced them to to spend the balance on six decus, you know, it meant you had to spend more money or lose the, the discount because you couldn't spend it. So what we said was you could bundle them. So if you've got three discounted whitelists, you can bundle those together for a fully, um, you know, fully discounted mint. So those are our mailboxes and the, the mint is still live. Um, there's still a one of one out there. There's still plenty of Genesis to be picked up. And then of course the whitelist for the decu. Perfect. Thank you very much, Wisco. Great question. Um, I think then, yeah, these are all they really are. good questions. Um, I think the next one was um, Immortal, was the next one I have. Do you have a question for Queen? Yeah, good afternoon. How is everybody doing? Hi. Well, actually, actually, good morning where I'm at, but um, I just wanted to ask, I, I actually am not a holder in your guys' ecosystem. Uh, I've, you know, I've looked at them quite a few times, but um, I'm kind of all in on uh, block packs as well as one or two other projects. So I haven't been able to uh, come in as of yet, but I am um, very interested uh, in the future 
especially because you guys are pretty aligned with the BPX ecosystem. Um, so that's what leads me to my question. What is your favorite part about the uh, BPX ecosystem and your guys' relationship with that as it is now? Oh, wonderful question. Thank you. Okay, so for me personally, um, I might be slightly different to everybody else because the biggest challenge for me in terms of being a part of other projects is time. I'm so all in on Moon Apes. Um, but from a, an investment perspective, I have all the time in the world for um, BPX. Um, and the reason for that is I love the story of the Lost Miners. Um, I, I really love what was created there. I love the way that the art was uh, determined by involving the community. But really, I love the provenance story. I'm, I'm a diamond hander. I, I really struggle to sell my JPEGs. Um, so that really fits well with my type of attachment to NFTs. Um, in terms of the whole ecosystem and everything else that's being created within uh, BPX, for me, it literally is about the team. And I see, you obviously, you recognize, um, you recognize similarities in people when you work in, in an environment. And I know, I know what my motive is. I know what my commitment is. And I feel it amongst other people. And you can see when people are doing good work, you can see when people are smart, you can see when people really understand exactly what you need to deliver. They have the flex to um, adapt and move with the environment that you're in because it changes constantly and, and sticking to a plan and decide, you know, digging your heels in. And we said we were going to do this, so we're going to do it just doesn't work in innovation. And so just seeing how fluid transparent um and smart the team is that that is my buy-in and it's now having done two years in nfts as an investor that is my measurement i i you know i've had to wean myself off my addiction to minting to fomoing to jpegs to not taking profits. I've had to, you know, I've had to really get rid of all of that. And I even have managed to not rip my final bantam, which is just incredible. It's like not having a cigarette for a smoker. <laughs> yeah, that has been hard, but it's still sitting there intact. But yeah, I just, I love everything. Yeah, we're, we're still working on <laughs> No, it's we're not going to on you with that. <laughs> once, once I've got past a certain point, that's it. There's no return. So I, I've cracked it. <laughs> but great question thank you did it did i answer it yeah that answered uh, my question uh, perfectly uh and i i appreciate the um the holding on to the one path uh, <laughs> i have uh, that's uh that's I, you know i from the beginning have uh have said that i'm not going to rip my packs i now have four uh or i had four and then now i am up to five uh unripped ones and then i'm gonna rip uh i am gonna rip five on the live rip uh tomorrow but uh i, I know some people are probably not that not that happy with people holding on a pack so I, just, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you being a fellow uh a fellow holder diamond hander of those packs it's a <laughs> yeah you guys you guys are definitely gonna have to band together because we'll be coming after you <laughs> it's, a, it's a personal challenge for me it's nothing more than a personal challenge to not rip <laughs> right yeah i completely understand because i'm a i'm a ripper by nature so uh to me it's definitely been very very difficult to hold on to those yeah i've had to, but thank you for answering my question you're very welcome i i've even had to resort, Thanks, had to resort to hiding in a wallet that i don't normally access that's made it a little bit easier i have to confess <laughs> um okay we had two questions from the texts uh that i will ask so jerzane wanted to know is it too late to stake og apes and mutants absolutely not staking is continuously live okay perfect and then player one had asked um has the snapshot already happened so the initial snapshot for vip access um which has been heavily advertised for a long time did take place on the 15th of April.
9pm UTC. So that snapshot has been complete. There will be another. That's all I So if you missed uh -oh. it, all is not lost. You might just be a little bit okay. behind. Interesting, intriguing. Um, all right, and I know uh, Slappy had told me he had a question, so we'll do that. And then I see, um, True Blue, I see you have your hand up, so you're next. Yeah, <clears throat> thanks, Jen. So, um, Mad Queen, when you were talking about your unribbed bantam, and I see Kishers in the audience right now, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I really was curious how you feel about the Barefoot Republic. Since you last appeared on the show when Jams had to step in as host, uh, a lot has developed in the Barefoot Republic with the Bantams. And I'm just curious, as you're watching BPX kind of unfold, is is there one particular silo that draws you more? Is is it still the Lost Miners? And I, I know you were going to say the Wonders of the First once it comes mm -hmm. out, but with the Bantams, when you're what you're seeing kind of unfold there, is that do you find that very intriguing? And is it more so now that BPX is starting to roll it out and you're kind of thinking, oh, I, I kind of like what they're doing over on that side and maybe unexpectedly so? Mm -hmm. Great question. So um, I don't want to be boring, but the answers for, for me is going to come back to a time thing. So I'll tell you what I do love about the Bantams in terms of being the first. I, I was a collector before I got involved in Moonips. I was in every Discord. I was chatting. I was minting. Anyway, anybody had anything decent, there I was. Um, and that has changed dramatically for me. But what I, what I love about the Bantams, A, the art's great, the direction that they're heading in is great. But what I, I like more recently, <clears throat> from somebody who has time constraints and um, limited amount to get involved fully in, in everything that a project has to offer, is the... The BPX token, I see that as a really high value um, asset that I'm currently holding. I have no intention of using that anytime soon. Um, I love how that fits into the whole collector's um, ethos of BPX. For me, as I'm not a trading collector, purely because I don't have the time. If I did, I'd be in there all over it and, and I'd be bugging you all and getting great deals like Jen does. But I just literally have no time to do it. So I, I feel really confident and comfortable investing my money, even though I can't be engaged. Whereas in other projects, there is that need to be engaged because you have to constantly do in order to take the value out of your, your NFT. So maybe if you asked Pancake or somebody else from our project who, who is involved in BPX, they may give a slightly different answer because they do have that luxury of, you know, getting into the real nitty gritty of everything. So I'm sorry if that's a disappointing answer, but... Um, it was a great answer. Thank you so much. Well, while we're waiting, um, we do have an event that you are all invited to, I think, pretty much. Just let me just scroll down the list. Um, if you're part of BPX, um, you'll know that we had a set. We were intending to have a celebration event on the 1st of April, which was the anniversary of when the new team took over. Um, it didn't quite go, is an understatement. It didn't quite go as we had hoped it would go. And so we're doing a redo and that will be this Saturday. We've now added in some um, token gating. So if you hold any BPX assets, Moonape assets, any of the other projects that were invited to celebrate, so it was a, a day of celebrating founders and builders who've been here grinding, grafting, delivering for everybody. We're doing a redo on Saturday. If you come into our Discord, you can go through our Vulcan verification and it will pick up that you have assets from our partner projects. That will then give you access to the event and hopefully everybody who attends will come from a project that has, you know, the same um, mentality, same approach, same um, work ethic as we do. So that's that's what we're hoping for this Saturday. So please jump in again. 
we managed to re, re, um, rescue most of the prizes. So we've still got a great prize pool there and we're hoping to have a lot of fun. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I think the, the first event was very excited and a couple other people were and it was just uh, you it was a shit show, Jen. Yeah, let's, not, let's not let's not pretend it was anything <laughs> other than a diabolical, completely anti everything that it was supposed to be. <laughs> and it's taken us this long to fix it all. So yeah, you can, you can just imagine it was it was a mess. These things happen. We're going to fix it, and let's try and have a better time this time. Sounds good. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> True Blue, did you have another question for Queen? Less of a question, more of an observation. Okay, go ahead. Um, Mad Queen, you are so thorough, you don't leave much room for questions. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that's a bad but thing. But it might be. It does make it tough. It might be a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, need to, we need to get better at creating speculation. And uh, yeah, that's kind of born out of the fact that when we took over, thing, everything was very unstable and communication was poor. And so we got into this habit of making sure that absolutely everything was explained just to give that confidence and transparency and that people knew exactly what we were doing, that they knew our intentions and our motives. And yeah, so now maybe we need to shift into a bit more of a speculative approach. And then I was also going to pat myself on the back for gently warning everyone we'd be able to pair your Genesis apes with miners. Oh, uh, you did very after well. After that first, that first uh, space you did with Frenchie. <laughs> Not letting the cat out of the bag. It was one of those where it didn't matter what you said, the cat was out of the bag, wasn't it? <laughs> um, okay, let's see, what am I doing? Oh, I wanted to um, remind everyone that there, the Queen has offered a giveaway to anyone that comes up on stage and asks a question. So you have a couple more minutes to get that in here. Um, and also wanted to remind everyone you are listening to BPX Break Room. I am Jen Khan, and my co-host today is the Mad Queen, um, who is one of the um, people that runs the Moon Apes. So um, if you have any questions for, for her, please jump up on stage and ask. Um, I will say... Queen, so what exactly does your BPX portfolio look like at this point? What do you own? Oh, well, I've gotten the scattered all over, so now you're really making me feel. <laughs> Reveal it all. Okay, so I think I have four lost miners, a parrot, and some thousands of BPX, and potentially four wonders of the first. Oh. Yeah. That's not bad. That's pretty good. No, I'm happy. But they they will stay in my wallet for a long, 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 long time. These aren't uh, short-term investments for me. So I'll keep adding to them. Any, ge any geeks? No. Here ge no? I don't have a geek and I don't have a uh, pirate yet. A pirate. Oh, okay. I'm on a mission to get to one Bitcoin first, and then I'm allowed to spend on NFTs again. But I have to get to one Bitcoin. <laughs> Is that that goes along with the the not ripping your packs? It's that, absolutely that kind of yeah. That yeah. white knuckling. Yeah, gotta yeah. do it. <laughs> well, I was thinking we were thinking. I know it's off off topic, but I was thinking about this the other day. Like, there's only 15 million Bitcoin which means that only 15 million people maximum can hold a whole Bitcoin. That's not very many people in a population of 9 billion. So for that reason, I would like one Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> okay. For that reason, I think you should have one. I will. Um, okay. I know uh, Purple Pancake <laughs> popped up on stage. Did... You have a question or are you moral support? Uh, he, he's, oh, go on. Yeah, I'm just here for moral support. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, let's see, do we have, I haven't checked the thing if there were any other 
questions. While we've got some of our community here, I would just encourage them to have a look at our um, main account page if they haven't already done so. There's been a bit of a theme on the tweets that have come out recently and there may be a future theme to those. So if you could please help share the word on those, you'll see what I mean in due time. But, but we're, we're focusing on social identity at the moment as we launch our avatars. Very cool. So Queen, you had said that you do have some um, of the BPX reward token that you, you earned. Um, and you did say that you are not planning on spending it anytime soon. Would there be anything that potentially would pry some out of your hands? Oh, yeah, for sure. If we were able to buy lost miners or wonders with them, I would most likely invest and spend them. Um, other than that, I just I see the value that the collectors and the core community, uh, you know, the whole uh, the, the, the people who are here from a, a BPX collectors, traders, you know, the whole purpose of of how the project works. Um, I see the value that is going to be created through that token. And so if anything, I will just accrue more tokens so that you you guys can trade more. <laughs> okay. I believe they had um, a lost miner in that first auction. Oh, really? Well, I missed that. You see, this is the thing I miss so much. Um, yeah, it's very, very hard to keep up. Yes, I would say, um, yeah, I... I I think I'm hoping anyway that um, we will continue to be able to use our tokens for more and more things. So um, maybe yeah. we might pry some out of your hands eventually. Oh no, you won't be getting them off me, but you might get me to invest more. In them. Oh, to more, more. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's it. a it's a little bit like ApeCoin. You know, it's like um, that started out with with shareholders, etc., etc. Uh, I see a future potential use for it. It'll, it'll be something that becomes part of our ecosystem. And it's the same for you guys. Like, I just see the potential of it. Um, and, and not many people can, can pull off a token and give it value. So, you know, you guys have done a great job. Well, I will say thank you for the team that I am not a part of, but um, More they're in the audience listening. <laughs> um, so the other question I have for you is, because I don't know if I if I know this or anyone else does, but um, how did you, I always find it interesting, uh, meet Frenchie? Oh, you're testing my memory now. <laughs> um, how did I get in here? No, do you know what, it was Kisha. It was Kisha. I see him sitting in the audience. So I, when we decide, when we did our pivots, obviously we were reaching out and trying to network with other people with a similar, um, uh, you know, we're going down a similar path. And I came across the other guild. So I joined, it was one of the first um, projects that I joined related to the metaverse was the other guild. And then I got to know Kisha a little bit. And then he introduced us for the Lost Miners and then the rest is history. So actually it was Kisha. Thanks, Kisha. Oh, look at that, Kisha. Shout out to you. Um, so let's see, I will we'll leave it. I will give Mad Queen some things for final thoughts. If anyone else has some questions they want to jump up, we can do that as well. Um, anything else we didn't ask, didn't touch on that you want to relay to anyone um no i think i think at the moment it's about for us we've got a lot of work to do it's great work it's not work for the sake of doing work i would just please ask if if you hold any of our nfts the tiniest amount of support in terms of spreading the word of what we're doing is all that we need from you right now we will continue to keep delivering great content, great value, great events, great assets. We're just going to keep delivering, but it'd be really nice to have that little bit of um, encouragement and extra going out socially because, you know, we're doing it for your investments and, and without the support, who's going to know about it? And that's so, yeah. 
I would just ask, check in. We've got a take action channel. If you're busy, make sure you keep up to date with that one because that's the one that'll tell you when you need to do something or you're going to miss out. So we try and keep that to really like you need to do this rather than, oh, here's a tweet. Can you help us out kind of thing? Perfect. That sounds great. And I, you know, again, I'll reiterate, um, if you guys are either in uh, Moon Ape or you're in BPX and you guys are not um, in both, um, check each other out. They're very, very similar um, as far as products, directions, teams, community, everything like that. So give either or um, a, a good look and, and jump in there as well. Um, I did want a, a couple updates, announcements. Um, Frenchie is confirmed for BPX After Dark this Thursday after the Bantam break. And Hawkwind will be hosting Carafine next Wednesday in break room um, as I am on vacation. Um, and he'll be interviewing her more from a corporate point of view. Um, as always, we have our two community-driven spaces. This show, BPX Break Room, every Wednesday at 12 p.m. and BPX After Dark every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, hosted by Jamps. Um, I wanted to thank, again, my guest and co-host, Mad Queen, for joining us today on BPX Break Room and sharing her time and knowledge and expertise. And I also wanted to thank everyone who came up on stage um, and everyone here in the listening audience um, I have the list of names, so we'll raffle those off for a decouement when we're done here. Um, and again, just thanks to the BPX community. Um, we are one of the best communities in Web3. And as I end every show with my corny joke, today is, why do bees have sticky hair? Because they use honeycombs. Thank you guys very much. I will see you in two weeks. Um, be here for Hawkwind and Carefine next Wednesday. Talk to you guys later. Awesome. Thanks, Jen. You've been listening to BPX Breakroom, which is broadcast live each Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern in Twitter spaces at Radish Digital. That's digital with a J. I've been your host, Discord user Jen Khan, and I wanted to thank today's co-host and you, the listener. Special thanks to those in the audience who raised their hand and came up on stage, helping to make BPX the best community in Web3. BPX is a community built for collectors by collectors. That's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.